Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. In Kingsbury, I'm the founder of Get Some Assets, Inc. My passion is to help you grow and create generational wealth, specifically through real estate. In the last three weeks, 
I have been with you talking about, you know, whys and mindset and lead generation, scaling and systems and all of these tactical things. We've been talking last week, we finished up with the importance of tracking and measuring. Not all of it is a sexy conversation, but I started thinking, you know, let's tie all that together. Let's tie all that together with action that creates abundance. And I love today's room topic, tools to climb the highest mountain. And I thought, you know what? I was sitting, <clears throat> I was sitting under the London Bridge this weekend. And isn't that funny? That sounds like a funny statement. This young kid comes up and he sits right next to me on this bench. And I thought, you know, most people try to keep away and, and distance themselves. They don't just go put themselves in your proximity. So here comes this young kid and he sits next to me and he's kind of quiet for a minute. And then he starts up a conversation and he looks at me and he goes, can I have your advice about something? And I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> this is, where's this going? This is weird. I said, sure, why not? I said, what can I help you with? And he said, should I drop out of school? And I thought, oh my goodness, here's this kid. I said, how old are you? He said, 17. I said, all right, well, what makes you think that you should drop out of school? What grade are you in? He said, I'm going into my junior year in high school. And I said, all right, well, you know, what makes you think that this would be a good idea? <clears throat> and he goes, well, I make $17 an hour. That's more than my teachers make. Why should I finish school? And so he and I had a conversation about the future and about how sometimes you can't see the forest through the trees. And so we started talking about the importance of following through on what you committed to. And that sometimes it's not about what you're learning at that moment or that you think you're learning, but it's about following through on what you're committing to and teaching your brain that you're a show up person, you're a finished person, you're a get it done person. And I said, you know, the things that you're learning today in high school, you might not see how that's relevant to your future, but you're teaching yourself that you are a person who completes what you put your mind to. You are teaching the people around you that you're a person who's going to follow through. And so we had this discussion about that, that not every day is going to be fun. Not every challenge will have an obvious lesson. And I say this to you because this applies to many of you in the work industry too. We, have, we, we live in this world where if it doesn't feel good, let's change it, right? Let's just change really fast. And not every day is going to be fun. Not every challenge will have an obvious lesson. Some days you're, you're just going to have to talk yourself out of bed. You're going to have to actually like encourage yourself to get out of bed and to show up. But showing up is what's going to train your brain to be relentless, to be resilient. It's what's going to train you to be consistent. And what you wanna be in life is a show up person. Show up for your goals, show up for yourself. People who show up, they get more opportunities. I look around and, you know, I, I actually, I was reading some quote this morning and it said something to the effect of like, uh, oh, well, something to the effect of like, um, experience and like doing things often is important, but that getting stuck on profession is or perfection is stifling. Like that can stop you. And so oftentimes we quit because we can't get it right. Um, but the truth is, is that I get it wrong all the time. All of us in this room get it wrong all the time. And yet when we continue to show up, we continue to move the ball forward. Every single morning on my morning real estate team call, I say, what's the one thing that such by focusing on it today is going to move the ball forward for you? And it's not always the same for everybody. It's not always, 
uh, you know, it's not always pretty. It's not always like really exciting and some major mission, but it's just the next thing and showing up because when people show up, opportunity shows up and opportunity is what creates abundance. The second thing I started thinking about was, and we started talking about as I was sitting with this kid under the, under the bridge is finding the highest paying activity within your skill set. And I asked him, I said, well, what do you do to make $17 an hour? And he said, well, I, I clean boats. I was like, all right, cool. But at $17 an hour, son, you're cleaning boats. You might want to do something different in your future. Like that might be the highest paying um, activity that you can do now with your current skill set. And that's amazing. So focus on that. But then delegate the things that aren't that important so that you have your time to finish what you committed to. What you see as a high wage now, I explained to him, is simply going to be a stepping stone in his future. You focus on your skill set and what you have right now. Some things just simply can't be seen yet. And I started talking to him about how $17 an hour isn't that much and how there's a lot of jobs in this world that pay $300, $400, $500 an hour. And then I started doing some math for him. I, said, I started doing some math for him because he was talking about selling uh, used, used automobiles and marking them up. And I started showing him the markup of real estate and the money that he can make in real estate. And that basically my point being is focus on your skill set that you have now and on your highest dollar productive activities, but be aware there's also much more for you. I remember, I remember when I was teaching school, thank you thinking, you know, I have a four-year college degree in education and here I am making like 20 grand a year, 19, I think it was actually. And I remember thinking like, how can I get ahead in this life at this paycheck? And so I looked at my life and I said, what skill set do you have? What knowledge do you have that can be a higher dollar productive activity for you? And I started selling real estate while I was teaching school and I did my commitment. I finished out the school, you know, several school years, but I finished out what I'd committed to with those children. And I worked on and honed in my real estate skills after work and on the weekends, such that eventually I could shift to that industry because that was the highest dollar productive activity for me at that time in my skill set. So you might just not see it. Eventually you grow and you, you look back and you say, gosh, I never thought I'd have a a, a six-figure year. And then you look back and you say, wow, how did I get to a seven-figure year? It's all possible if you continually work on yourself. Number three, I told this kid, I said, hey, it's important that you drop your ego and you stay humble because arrogance is a blind spot that can be really costly. There's always going to be somebody bigger and better. And I see so often in my business relationships where um, you'll bump into hiccups in business all the time. As Marcus was saying, there's, you know, these guys that are building these big businesses and you want to get in their proximity. They have the same blind spots that you have. They have the same fears that you have. They have the same pain that you have. And oftentimes it's just more costly. <laughs> so I'm thinking to a, a conversation that I had with some business partners not too long ago, and we kept bumping into the same problem with business growth. And um, as I'm talking to these partners, I'm noticing that every time somebody leaves, it's that person's fault. It was something they did. And I started saying, hey, maybe we need to turn 
the microscope on ourselves because if people continue to leave, it can't be all of their faults. It must be our fault. But sometimes egos can get in the way and they can be a blind spot. So number three, drop your ego, stay humble. Arrogance is a blind spot that can be costly. There's always somebody bigger, stronger, faster. Have an honest respect for your competitors and study them, study what makes them so good. Generally, they're the best at what they do, but not the best at everything. But they're the best at the one thing that they spent the hours practicing. What is that? Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You're looking at them and you think, hey, this person's amazing. Don't be intimidated by them. Go study them and use it to shift your skill set and for you to level up. Number four, that means you have to fall in love with being a learner because learning levels you up. Every single day, I ask myself, what can I learn? <laughs> if I have, right now, um, one of the things that is, that is really interesting, actually, it's not interesting, it's obvious, but it's interesting, is sales makes a great living, but you know what makes a better living is having and leveraging great sales people and having a great sales team. And so as I sit there and I study the best recruiters, how do you bring talent into your world at the highest level? Who's the best of the best and how do they do that? You fall in love with learning and you find time for it no matter what is in your day. Sometimes that looks like waking up at five in the morning and walking around the block with the podcast in. Sometimes that looks like sitting in your car and making sure you get through the webinar um, you know, while you're, you're waiting to pick your kids up at school, whatever it is, everybody's life's busy, but you still have to fall in love with learning and make it a priority because it will level you up. It improves your performance and a improvement in performance increases your income. And you know what income does? It provides opportunity. That's like my favorite word is opportunity <laughs> because it's everywhere and there's an abundance of it, but you have to notice it when you, when it's there, you have to recognize it and you have to know when to capitalize on it. But number five, play the long game, play the long game. So often we're living in this instant gratification world where if it doesn't feel good or we don't get what we want right away, we just quit. We're just going to move on. It's so interesting to me as I'm working and building and building um, expansion real estate teams. It's like the level of commitment and loyalty is really interesting. It's, it's shifted. And so there's this different conversation where um, a lot of recruits are like, I'm just testing the waters on all of these things. And until I'm absolutely blissfully happy, I'm just going to keep saying no. And while I can understand looking for something that makes you happy, absolutely, you should be in a field that makes you happy. Also being a realist and realizing that not every day is going to be, you know, just bells and whistles. You grow through the challenges. If you didn't have challenges, you wouldn't be growing. So you can't just look for a perfect world. You have to play the long game. 
play the game where you're not quitting before you really get started, before your skills are good, before your clients are really ready to remember what it is that you do for a living, before your investments compound. Don't quit. But that's what we do so often. We're not playing the long game. We're looking at an upward trending market. We're saying, oh, if I buy that, I can make a little bit of money, but we're not looking at the long game. It's a better game, the long game. You know, I think to a time, um, like I say, I run a real estate team and I'm in the middle of all things real estate. And I was training and coaching this gal, Lindsay, and we were getting momentum. She was doing the things and, you know, it's a numbers game. You have to talk to people. You have to build relationships. You have to network. I always say it's so much fun that I get paid to build relationships with people and change their lives. How amazing is that? And so she's doing it and she's doing it and she's doing it. And we had even talked about averages and how long it takes people to get momentum on average if they do these activities. And we had the plan and she was doing it. And literally about a month, I don't even think it was a month before all of this data was about to come to fruition and all of these leads were going to start converting, she quit. And what was so sad about it is literally all the paychecks started coming into the business and to the team because we had to take over her database because she got out of the industry, but she wasn't willing to play the long game. And so what was really sad is there was, you know, $60,000, $70,000 made the very next month because following through in the commitment and playing the long game, like sometimes it's scary, sometimes it's hard. And you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you follow those who have been before you. You play the long game. Number six, this kid under the bridge, he's sitting there and he goes, well, I have another question for you, Kristen. And I'm like, all right, well, this is fun. Keep going. And he says, should I save for the car that I want? Or should I just buy the car that I want right now? And I thought to myself, okay, what I want versus what I can afford. Oftentimes that one thing is what keeps you from building abundance. Having no ability to, you're looking for instant gratification versus focusing on the benefit and the blessing of delayed gratification. So, so many people go out and buy what they want right now, and yet they haven't quite earned the right to have those things. And now they're in debt and they're paying huge interest rates on these things because they had to buy them with leverage. So he asked, you know, save versus spend. What should I do? And I told him, save until you've earned the right to buy what you want. And even then do it in moderation. Find a way to make it non-taxable. Find a way to make it a business expense. Whatever it is that you want in life, if you love something and you want it, there's a way to bring it in to your business. I guarantee it. There's almost nothing, especially in my industry. There's so many things that you can make non-taxable. But you don't get to just go blow money and buy things and then hope that the money comes in. You have to Make the money come in first and then make your investments. The other thing I told this poor kid was buy appreciating assets that pay passive income because number seven, you can have anything you want in life materially if you simply find a way to make it free. And he looked at me and he's like, what the heck does that? Mean? I don't think he knew who he sat down with <laughs> and that I was going to go like mom him up, right? But I said, you can have anything you want in life if you simply find a way to make it free. So you know that car that you want? He said, yeah. 
I said, save the down payment for an investment property, go buy a house with a small down payment that would have cost you as much as the car, and then move your buddies in to pay the mortgage and to even pay you a little extra. And then you can go buy the car with that free extra money that you have. And then that car will be paid off and you can buy the next car down the road or the next car down the road or the next car down the road. And you got those cars for free. And he looked at me and his eyes got really big. And I said, you can have anything you want, anything. You just have to look at it from a different lens and you have to say, how am I gonna find the money? How am I gonna make that thing pay for itself? And there's so many ways. Oh, I could go on and on about that, that topic that just the whole thing excites me because you truly can live whatever life you have, would, whatever life you want and have whatever it is that you want if you can find a way to pay for it. Hey, hey, Kristen, this is Ryan Linky. Yes. Can I please just yes. chime in on what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. Because, oh, my God. I'm just over here in Las Vegas for the Level Up You event hosted by Rachel Weaver and Becca Brazil. If you don't know her and them, they're amazing. And Marcus Black was just a speaker. And I was just a speaker on their stages. It was just amazing. But I'm in my hotel room just listening to you. And... I just wrote down so many things that I wanted to respond to because first of all, if y'all are not following Kristen and this amazing club, oh my God, it's just always full of wisdom and I'm always just learning new things every day. But Kristen, some of the things that you were talking about, it's so funny because that's exactly what this whole event has been about. Not just leveling up our businesses, but leveling up ourselves in every aspect in our lives. So, you know, when you were talking about showing up ourselves, whether it be on Clubhouse, in our businesses, in our life, the biggest thing that struck out to me is we're not just showing up as ourselves, we're showing up as ourselves. You see what I'm saying? We're not just showing up ourselves, we're showing up as yes. each other. We are yes. being ourselves. Yes. And that is the biggest tool that you could ever utilize is being authentic to who you are. You know, I love I don't, that. And, and, and you know, it's so funny because, you know, I'm only 22 years old and life is just so crazy for me right now. You know, I was on my very first stage, you know, yesterday. It was amazing. And it, it's just so many things happened while I was there. But the biggest thing that struck out to me was I didn't do this because. I knew everybody. I did this because I showed up as myself every single day. So that was Love the that. first thing that you said that really struck that really struck a chord with me. And then when you were talking about opportunities, creating abundance, you know, I actually talked about how don't just take advantage of the opportunities. Take advantage of the opportunities, but not the people that give them to you. Yes. Because the people that give you those opportunities may not give you another one. Yep. Those people that give you those opportunities may not see another fit, fitted opportunity for you. So when those opportunities come knocking people, you either answer the door or you don't answer at all. Yes, and then absolutely. When you, and if you choose not to answer, if you choose not to answer, then you better hope and pray that a window comes opening there may be a slip underneath that window that's right there for you because not every opportunity is meant for you. That's another thing that I learned at this event. No, you know you're people, exactly right. Ryan, Ryan, it, Ryan. It's, it's I, so freaking crazy. It and then is. when you talked about the learning 
when you, when <laughs> yep. you talked about learning, Kristen, this was something that, Kristen, I feel like you were talking about my whole speech while I was at this event because this is exactly. Okay, I'm getting muted. Is someone muting me on the stage? Ryan, are you sir, circle follow up and and land the plane? Get done with what you have because we're gonna end. We've got three more points we've got to hit in the next five minutes. So I love the authenticity. That's absolutely amazing. Um, that's what makes it easier to align yourself with the right opportunities, as you were saying, because if you know who you are authentically, you can align yourself with the right people, with the right opportunities. I appreciate your input. Good, good stuff. You enjoy that event. That's an amazing event. Number eight, guys, we're going to circle. We're going to finish up with the last few. Number eight, think ahead. As we're talking about creating abundance and as we're talking about having anything you want, um, by finding a way to pay for itself, I want you to think about other people and think ahead. What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your loved ones? What do you want for generations? I was, uh, you know, years ago, there was no, in, when you're in real estate, there's no college funds for your kids. There's no retirement plan. You get to build all that for yourself. And so um, I purchased a house for my children, each of my children, so that in the future, years down the road when they were grown, and I did this when they were little, that they would have a way to pay for themselves to go to college. So those homes they could sell, those homes they could move roommates into and collect passive income, um, those homes to make it generational, you can refinance those homes once they're paid for in that 15 year note, pay for that kid to go to college, take that 15 year note with those roommates that pay off that house again, then the next grandchildren can go to college off the same property. And I, I'm saying that fast because we're kind of short on time, but you essentially can buy one property, send your kids to college, send their kids to college, send their kids to college if you have the right strategy. So be thinking ahead of what you want for yourself and what you want for future generations. Um, financial freedom through those type of investments. The other beautiful thing about it is if you figure out what your freedom number is and what you need in order to live, you can make those passive investments pay that living for you. So number nine, number nine, as we're running around doing all these things, number nine is be present. Enjoy the moment. You're, you're in a moment, whether it's good or bad, you're in a moment because there's a lesson there. There's a lesson for growth. There's an emotional intelligence building. I think back to like even a few years ago, the lack of emotional intelligence that I had and like looking back at the journey and the, the obstacles that I face now, I wasn't emotionally intelligent enough to face today's obstacles with five years ago mindset. And so whatever journey you're going through, be present, be there to learn the lesson. You're becoming the person that you need to show up as in the future. Don't miss the lesson because then you have to repeat it. Nothing's worse than repeating a lesson that hurt, right? Other thing I read the other day that dawned on me that I wanted to share is 80% of the time you spend in your life with your kids is done in the first 18 years. So as your kids are growing, realize you're, you're grinding through 80% of the time you will ever spend with them. Be present. If they are important to you, be present. Maybe it's not your kids. Maybe it's your, your best friend, or maybe it's your grandmother, whoever it is, 
Life goes by fast. Be present. And number 10 is bring others with you. As you elevate, don't forget the people who've supported you, who got you there, the people who you leveraged to help you so that you could have your time back, the people who believed in you when you didn't believe in yourself. Never stop building relationships because leveling up and climbing this mountain is all about the relationships that you build, the skill sets that you, um, that you perfect, the ones that you get better at. It's about the relationships that you build. And we just, we underestimate the power of networking. And yet we may be a single conversation away, just one conversation away from a completely different life. But we need to be having conversations. Just this room, just these leaders, these mentors, these people, just this experience alone over the last year has created amazing relationships and has caused me to level up and has caused me um, to, to create and to find new opportunities. So you just never know. Take the chance and actively seek new relationships and meet new people. Take the step to do the thing. Do it with the right people. Life isn't supposed to be done alone. Life is supposed to be done with people, and it's certainly more enjoyable that way. I can't tell you all the opportunity, all the abundance, all of the mountain climbing, and I feel like I'm still, like, the mountain is so high. Every time I get to a peak, there's another peak over the range, and it's beautiful because you meet people along the way, and you level up, and you grow. And this is where abundance and just being able to build a life big enough that you can bring others with you and help them to build a big life too. It's truly, truly, truly a blessing. It's a blessing to be here. The last six weeks, as we've shared about systems and all the tactical things, today I just wanted to inspire you and share some information on going out and taking the action. If you want more, Go on over to www.getsomeassets.com. I believe that all of you should own assets that pay you passive income such that you don't have to trade your time for money and you can build abundance. We've got a 12-week masterclass coming up. If you're interested, go to uh, my my bio actually has the link in it. I didn't pin it to the top today, but I enjoyed being here with you guys. If anybody wants to chime in, we got two minutes left. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.